Welcome to Writer Spark, the podcast with tips and tricks about fiction writing. I'm your host, Melissa Bourbon, national best-selling author, writing coach and instructor, and founder of Writer Spark Academy. Wherever you are on your writing path, Writer Spark has something to help you grow. Writers are always growing and learning, and what better way to learn than from authors who have been there and done that? Today, we're talking about creating systems for authors. My guest is Tanya Kappis, a prolific author and savvy businesswoman. She has gone from being an author to running a comprehensive business under the umbrella of Tanya Kappis Books. Today, we talk about how she made that happen. So grab a cup of something tasty, settle in, and get ready to ignite your writer spark. everyone. I am Melissa Bourbon with Writer Spark, and I am here today chatting with my old, old, good, good friend, Tanya Kappas, superstar author Tanya Kappas. Welcome. Hey, you know, I think I, I'll have to bring that up. I'll have to bring it up. But I still have the paper where Jack made a sign when he was little that said two famous authors. Oh, you yeah. I still have that. It's in the basement. I don't have it up here. It's in my filing cabinet. I'll have to get that out. And send yeah. It. Yeah. Because so, we go way back to before um, my early days of you publishing, publishing and I was not. And you were not published yet. Yeah. No, like, I always say that you gave me my start with uh, marketing because I somehow found um, Chasing Heroes yeah. and started following it as a blog. Mm-hmm. And just commenting. And then you said, hey, would you want to blog, guest blog? I'm like, sure. I don't know what I'm going to guest blog about because I don't have a book published. And then, you know, a few months later, you asked me to join the blog. And that's how I got started with the rest is history and readers. Yeah. Yeah. And a good friendship came out of it. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and an amazing career. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I mean, you guys had a ton of followers. Mm-hmm. You know, and they just um, trusted me and been with me since. It's been crazy. Okay, so that leads me into um, today. We're just going to chat about your processes and your system and how you turned, you know, an interest in writing kind of, you know, just I would like to be a writer into the amazing business that you have developed because, you know, there are a lot of writers out there, myself included, who have a passion and we write books. But, you know, I wouldn't say that I have turned my writing into a true business in the way that you have. And so I'm just curious, and I know that other people will be too, about, you know, what, what does that look like? What is Tony Kappa's books sort of all about and how did that happen? So I knew that um, I'm really good at, um, you know, talking to readers and I'm really good at communicating with readers and things like that. You're so gifted I'm at that. I'm gifted at the gab of talking. You're gifted, yes. Yeah, I mean, I got the superlative in high school years ago, most talkative and and this, that, and the other. So, um, you know, I always have been able to talk to somebody and just kind of be personable and what you see is what you get. It's mm-hmm. not any more than that. Um, and so I knew that when social media came on the scene, that I would be able to do something with that. So taking even like the blog post that we did um, together years ago, I would ask reader questions. Like at the end, I'd ask a question because we always wanted them to comment back. So I would start, I started taking those questions at the very beginning 
and just taping myself. I'm like, oh, a reader question was sent in um, by so-and-so. And I would always just leave like the last name off or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then I started putting those up on YouTube just as reader questions. So way back then, I think I have years of YouTube content um, back there. So and you were really an early adopter of yeah. all of that, authors all on that. social media right. like that. And then um, I started answering the reader question live on like Facebook and people would pop in on the lives because at that time, you know, Facebook was telling people somebody's live or, you know, and they might not have been following me. Mm -hmm. And so I really started connecting with them by doing live events and just kind of keeping that going. And then I noticed that more and more people were coming and I would only do it once a week. So then I noticed more and more people were coming onto social media so that's when I kind of came up with my social media strat, uh, my social media system. I have various systems for each uh, Tanya Kappas umbrella pillar. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I have something for all my books that are coming out, like specific marketing strategies for those, specific marketing strategies for Facebook, um, specific marketing strategies for my newsletter, for Goodreads, for YouTube. Everything has a specific strategy, even my arc team. Um, and so, these are strategies that you learn from other people developed, you know, trial and error along the way, kind of a combination. I mean, how did you go about developing these strategies? Probably just like combination, but mainly just thinking to myself, oh, okay, well, kind of like my mystery train. Um, like I had an idea from an email when a reader said, hey, when are you going to come visit me? Um, and my town, and I'm like, oh, I don't know. And then another one came, and another one came, and another email came. And that's when I thought, well, maybe I can just host one event somewhere differently each year. And whoever lives close to there can make it an event. And although events have been around forever, and book signing events have been around forever for authors, um, I'm like, and I could, you know, do a book signing. But, you know, since I'm not traditional, then I would have to host a book signing off-site. And, oh, while we're in that town, they have a ghost walk. Maybe we can do a ghost walk. And so um, it just kind of snowballed right from there. And so it was a combination of everything that has kind of happened. So as so with social media, I always have every on my desktop, I keep a folder for every month. And so today, if you were to get on my Facebook page every morning, I put a coffee post up. Mm -hmm. And if you were to get on there today, this time last year, the same date the year before last, the same date the year before that, um, it has, you know, July 28. And you would see it's the exact same coffee post from the last oh. four or five years. Yeah. But when you open up my folder, you'll see. 31 coffee posts labeled one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and the 10th is the 10th day. So um, also I put books on sale every week. So I have those books. The same books are on sale this week that were on books that on sale last year at this time. So it's labeled week four, mm -hmm. July, um, and books on sale. So you already have your graphics, graphics. everything that's in there. Running everything. I have a running doc, uh, running, not even a Google document, um, but just like a running um, July document with those links in it. Mm. Um, so it's just a copy and paste. 
um, now I have an assistant. I've had an assistant for, I have, I have three assistants besides Eddie. Um, and so one of them always funnels out my book links mm-hmm. um, and sales graphic to other cozy, uh, not cozy groups, um, owners of various cozy marketing groups and things like that. And she also runs my private Facebook page. So she's in there with those. But um, we'll get to that, you know, later. But the same content um, that I did for Facebook back in the time is now repurposed for Instagram or anything, you know, you can think of that you would want to put Twitter or whatever you're using. Mm -hmm. So it's not like I am redoing content. It's content that I already had that a lot of writers don't realize that they have. So, you know, they get on social media, even if they don't have a million books out or even one book out, you know, they get on social media, they've got posts on there somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so those posts can be um, redone. Like if they're like, oh, I asked in my group, you know, a question, you know, they can, you know, turn that question to a million different pieces of content. So for instance, um, during the pandemic, I started reading what I call bedtime stories. And so yeah. we we're just trying to be a community, right? Mm-hmm. And so I started reading a chapter a night of my books and those were going up on YouTube as well. So my YouTube content just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, and then um, what happens is we read Beaches, Bunkles and Burglaries and I love to hike and camp and things like that. So we will go to a nature center around here and I'll just sit there and film, you know, 10 minutes of me hiking. And so a very popular thing is audio or is video right now. Mm-hmm. So what I do with those old videos of me talking, I just take the voice out and put it to maybe a 60 second clip, like just a clip of the audio and put it on a 60 second or a minute, 30 second, whatever clip of me walking through the woods. And it's a part, it's a snippet of my book. And then it's a video that people have connected with um, on, um, you know, the the walking through the woods or something like that. Um, But all those things are put in. So like if I do something new like that, it's put into that July file. So I know that you were a teacher before, before your, before writing BW, Tanya, um, did you have that type? Is that how your brain works? Like, did you have that type of system, you know, development in place as a teacher, you know, because I don't think that the, the average person and especially writers who are creatives, right. Don't necessarily think in those sort of logical systemic ways. Right. Right. And so that is what has served me best is that I do believe that. Um, so when I was teaching, I always knew that each child learned differently, you know, and you, you get this. I was a public school. So you get this curriculum that I oh, would just teach the curriculum. But you really can't just if you're a good teacher, you just can't teach the curriculum. Right. Your kids learn separately. So I would keep a file of each kid and each child, not kid, I guess, but each child, you know, and. And I knew that they would learn differently. So I always kept those notes in their file. So I could, if anybody came in that day to substitute, they'd be able to pull out the file if they really wanted to dig down deep or whatever. And they would be able to help that child. If that child had problem with something, they could be like, oh, okay, I see here, you know? And so in my brain, um, 
that's the way I treat each social media or each, each part of my business is like its own child mm -hmm. and what works well and what resonates well um, and what gets me the most mileage. And so I'm all about the repurpose of the content, right? So I know if one child, generally a, a couple children learn the same in your classroom. So what you learn or how you teach one child that is kind of on that same way. You can hear my cuckoo clock. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> is that, um, so I knew that I could kind of put those two kids together and, you know, they, so, you know, it's just kind of like, um, you know, being smart about, about the stuff, not, um, working, you know, harder and saying, Oh, I've got to work with this child and I got to work with this child. Oh, well, these kind of can be paired up because I know that they kind of, you know, yeah. look, work the same. So, do you schedule all your social media? I do. So, um, so back to the social media part, we'll just talk social media. Um, so then I know that every day is like a theme day. So every day is, um, every Monday I'll do something with my newsletter. Every Tuesday is tail wagon Tuesday. I get a lot of photos of my, um, uh, but of my readers, but I get a lot of photo of my readers because my assistant knows that I do tail wagon Tuesday. So she is in the reader group posting, um, show me a picture of your fur baby today mm -hmm. or something like that. So we're, we're looking for, you know, them. Um, and then Wednesday, um, is, uh, sometimes it, Wednesdays vary. It's like, follow me or this that, and the other. And then Thursday is always a grateful, thankful post because I think that that's so important to have mm -hmm. out there. Um, and then Friday is what are you reading Friday? What are you reading, reading for the weekend? Something like that. So I keep all of those, um, posts, um, in that July file or mm -hmm. that monthly file. Um, also I did something that's so much easier for me and my assistant is I made an employee Facebook page just for my private employees. So any kind of link that they need, any kind of graphic that I've done, anything that they need on Facebook, they can just go over there and get it, pop it and forget about it. So we don't have to worry about it. Um, so then um, also I keep, um, for instance, if you, you'll see on my Facebook, Instagram, whatever, Twitter, it'll say um, add to your Amazon wish list and add to your Goodreads uh, mystery shelf. Um, add to binge books, add to um, BookBub. So those are the same graphics every for every book, except I just switch out the book cover, right? Mm -hmm. Use a book brush. And so it doesn't matter um, what. So in, in order to make, it's a system. So it's for like releases, but it also goes up. It's not only for releases, but on social media. So you're going to see that no matter what the first of the month is or the second of the month, whether it falls on a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, um, you're going to see on the first of the month, the banner for the new book release. The second, you're going to get a pre-order on Facebook mm -hmm. along with the theme that day. So say that the second was a Monday. So you're still going to get subscribe to my newsletter. I put this out, whatever. Then you're going to get that pre-order, um, for every single book, every second of the month, 
that mm -hmm. or the second that it comes out. Um, you're going to get an old interview on the 17th. You're going to get a catch up on the series on the 16th. You're going to get um, on the 8th. Um, you're going to get the fall, uh, put it on your Amazon wish list. Mm -hmm. And it's all really the same verbiage. It's just the different picture of the book and the different link. And so all of that, I also keep in the file mm -hmm. um, because every month is the same thing. So everybody's like, oh, I got to put something out for, you know, um, you know, the release. What am I going to write out? You know, that's a lot of brain work when I'd rather be spending that energy writing. So and, and not only that, it's a lot of time. It's a huge, right. time. it is a, a huge set of time. And so I had a business coach um, that's not even in the writing industry. And so I'm like, I'm kind of bored, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, but your income is still going up and you know, your systems are working. And she said, that's what happens when systems work. We kind of get bored. When she was, don't burn down the house. Mm -hmm. so she's telling me, do not burn down the house because also, um, you know, this also just isn't for Facebook. So, everything that's on Facebook is for the pre-order. Mm -hmm. And then it just goes into the next pre-order. Like it rarely says, Hey, this book has been out. Look at this great review. You know, like people do like two or three weeks after the book. I don't do that on Facebook. I do that on my blog. Mm -hmm. So everything that happened on Facebook for the pre-order goes up on my blog because I still have a lot of people that belong to my blog. So it funnels to um, my blog. So, um, and then, um, I have Patreon and so they get every single book, they get a knitting, uh, the, the knitting pattern for the cover. They get a bead pattern for, cause that beading is so popular right now. Mm -hmm. Um, the bead pattern for the cover, they get a color sheet, they get, they all get the book in arc and print. Um, they also, we do one live a month. Uh, it's either a, you know, Zoom, but it's on the 19th of each month. So, but the, what I'm trying to tell you is that I know that on the first, mm -hmm. they're going to get an audio of me saying, hey, happy, you know, August, this is what's going on. And it's really just an audio memo of me talking to them about what's going on with the books, this, that, and the other, and that they're going to know what charity we gave to on the second. So, um, and we all vote on the charity, but then I always usually get something from the charity that I like to share. Mm -hmm. But so that is also scheduled. So um, they know that on the first of each month, they're going to get the audio thing. They know, um, and it seems like it might be repetitive, but it's not because I also jump in there um, with, with like what you do on social media. Like I go live all the time just when I get bored. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'll go live in there or I will pop up a picture of something Rowena did. So it's personal too. Mm -hmm. but um, But those things are like, you know, they're like things in there, like, um, you know, they love to see like stuff I've cut, you know, scenes I've cut, things like that. Um, and so Patreon's a whole nother beast. But the point I'm making is that it's a system that I know the main content that needs to be in there. I know the main content that needs to be on Facebook and the main content that needs to be on Instagram. Um, we won't even talk about TikTok. Uh, yeah. TikTok. Um, but anyways, so every month I have all of those are the same each, each month. So it's easy for me at the 15th of the month, I have what I call CEO day. So I literally will sit down um, on CEO day and I schedule everything 
but I don't hop and hop and pop and go. I schedule everything for that day all the way up to my newsletters. Only, not what I've done because my newsletters are always personal about what I've done. Something has happened that week, but the rest of it, I know what books are going on sale. I know that every year I know like who's going to have tail wagon Tuesday and who's going to be reader of the week. Mm -hmm. You know, people like, well, how do you get this reader of the week? It's because I went into my group and I did this just kind of stupidly. And I asked, so what is it about a Tanya Kappa's book that you like? Really what I was doing was searching for keywords to put in my advertising like Southern, yeah, Charm, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then people are like, oh my God, like, you know, I escape when I read your books or I love your characters. I feel like I'm at home, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, oh, well, these people need to be showcased. Mm -hmm. And so not only that, but it gives, you know, some authority to my books, right? And so that is um, how that came up. So I always will pick four because there's four weeks, sometimes five. And so I know, you know, what's going on um, and who's going to have that. So I always do my, you know, schedule my newsletters or I can work on my newsletters also that day. Mm -hmm. Another thing that I do that I started years ago, which I don't have in front of me and I can grab it if you really want me to. But, you know, I send out postcards every month to readers that are having birthdays, birthday postcards. And so, um, yeah, I might send out anywhere from uh, 500 to 3000 a month. It just depends on, you know, a lot of people are born in August. <laughs> That's good. Like <laughs> oh, nice. So I just did, it took, actually took me two days to do those. Um, but I also do that on CEO day is I start right now, my postcards for the following month. So they're ready to go out. Um, and so that is something has, that has really worked is making those folders. So everything is there. I don't have to do the work anymore. It's there. I pull it up. Um, and they are precious to me. I mean, they are like, you know, gold for me. Folder. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, another strategy is an arc team. I don't know where the writers are in your group on that, but even just if you have 10 people, five people, you know, why are they on your arc team just to do a review? That doesn't make sense to me. So my arc team has tasks. And so um, I do have someone, this was, I came up with this before I even had my assistant that does my, my arc team, but um, they have tasks and they have to give me um, a picture of them holding their book. Um, or they have to send me a picture of their animal sitting next to their book. Mm -hmm. And so I repurpose all of those, uh, pictures and they, um, they go into that file for that month that the book was released. Cause that next year I'm going to put that book on sale. Mm -hmm. And so I want, you know, their things. They also have to send me um, or send my assistant now, but they have to, they have to put it on Goodreads and they have to put it on BookBub and they have to put a review on Amazon once it goes live. Mm -hmm. And so I've already got their BookBub or their BookBub and their Goodreads because you can do that before the book goes live. Mm -hmm. And so I will make a graphic sometimes with them holding their picture, their picture with their book and then their review. 
Um, and then also um, I send it to them and or I put it in the, the group and my or my assistant will. But I did all of this up until a few years ago. Um, and they use that to, cause they're like, Oh, it's a book of, you know, hold me holding the book. They love anything about them. Right. Yeah. And so or anything with their animal on, on in the picture. And so I'll put their personal thing on their picture and they will sit there and promote the book and promote the book and promote the book. And I don't have to do anything. Right. But I do, I mean, it's not that I don't, but that is some way that people don't use their, their arc team, but they have specific tasks that are done. But I use the pictures myself. My assistant doesn't put those pictures together. I do all of that mm -hmm. because I specifically want it a certain way. And I know the way I've got to repurpose it. And then um, if I read maybe chapter one for YouTube, I take all those pictures as I'm reading chapter one. And the pictures are just funneling through as I'm reading chapter one. And it's not even me. Mm -hmm. And so they're here in chapter one. And then I'm getting more and more reviewers on YouTube. And then all of a sudden I've gotten over 4,000 watches and now I'm monetized and now I'm making money on YouTube. So it kind of all feeds the machine. That's my motto. It all feeds the machine, the repurposed content. Okay. So just listening to you, I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, how, I mean, I know you write in the mornings, right? So you have dedicated writing time. And then do you work on some of this in the afternoons every single day? Do you have a system for that? Like, okay, to, on the first, I'm doing this. On the second, I'm doing this. Or, you know, I mean, how do you juggle all of that? Because it is a lot. It is a lot. So on CEO Day, I also know what book is coming out. And so mm -hmm. like for me, I do a book a month. But that's only because I'm three books ahead. I wasn't like that before. But if you just do one book every two months, three months, a year, whatever, you have time to put together those graphics. You know, I mean, it's easy. You me. would think. You would think. <laughs> you would think. But, um, but to me, it's my job. It's my business. I'm, I'm, I'm it. You know, this is our income, my family income. So I treat it as a job, you know, even though we're at home. So I make sure I have the time. Yeah, I make sure that, you know, if I'm going on a family vacation, then I'm going to plan that. If I'm going to um, be the CEO of my company, I have to boss up and do the things, right? So I know the most important is the writing, okay? Mm -hmm. So every morning, you know, I make sure I do writing sprints for two hours. And as long as I can get 2,500 words in um, that two hours, it might be more. It might be 5,000, depends on how it's going that day. But um, then I'm great. I'm happy. The world is wonderful because I know that's what moves the needle for me. Mm -hmm. um, and so and it's not the new releases. It's the backlist, which is a whole nother right. topic. So um, so but as far as my systems go, you know, I have to stay in that regimented thing. So I'm usually finished um, writing by noon. And then I might have, I mean, people are like, oh, what about, you know, um, you know, doctor's appointments? Okay. But generally, how many doctor's appointments do you have? You have one every day? No. Right. So I make sure that all my doctor's appointments are generally in June or July because I've got the least amount of clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't have to uh, weigh in all those big clunky boots, right? <laughs> all of my stuff. Like I have my, you know, my dentists are in June, June and then again in what, January. Um, but all of my, any kind of medical appointment, I need like a mammogram, 
gynecologist, my annual, whatever it is, um, is all set on one day in June. I try to hit them all in one day or at least in one week. Mm -hmm. So I know that, you know, it's not going to really interrupt my job, but it wouldn't be different than having another job where you had to take off for the time being, right? You're still going to go do your job, but then you got to take off to go do that. Yeah. So you have CEO day, you have medical week. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. And so then in the afternoon is when I do put on the business hat. Um, And it's all a business. Even when I sit down to write, it's a business. Um, and so I will, and so say for instance, um, CEO day, CEO day, and I try to schedule all of it. Right. Um, but then something happens to where I'm on your thing with you and Diane that I was on. So of course I want to make sure that I schedule a post for that, Mm -hmm. or I might have a takeover that day or that week. I always say, can you please let me be an admin? So that might be something like that. Also, every um, Friday, I sit down and look at my ads um, and dig into that part of it. Oh, my gosh. Forgot about ads. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole nother thing, right? That's a whole nother thing. Oh, yeah. man. So, um, and I have a system with my ads, right? But that's too much to go into. Well, that'll be a separate chat sometime. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but in the afternoon, um, like I have friends that they have like theme days, you know, that they on business, but I don't necessarily do that. So um, sometimes my day is spent. So another, so more importantly than Facebook or social media is the Patreon group. Like I love my Patreon group and they're paying to be there. Right. How many people do you have there? A couple hundred. Yeah. And so they're paying to be there. So what I do is um, in the afternoon, I'm like, okay, I'm going to write this second story. So in the afternoon, I call it slow hustling with a cup of coffee and I slow hustle my second story and put it up for them. And yeah, you know, I remember we were chatting one time, just texting and you were like, hang on, I have to write a thousand words or something. And I was like, okay, you know, and then you're back what a half an hour later and like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> so, great thousand words. I mean, they just get thrown up at their thousand words and they move the plot forward and the murder forward. And, and my readers like, oh my God, you know, the readers and Patreon, my Patreon readers, they love it. And, um, you know, some of them all send me the mistakes. I'm like, oh, you really don't have to, but if you do, I love it, but they're going to be caught when it eventually goes to be a book. Yeah. But I know that right now that's what I focus on in the afternoon. Um, because, um, I've already scheduled everything for Facebook mm-hmm. and it's there and, you know, those kind of things. So, um, you know, I don't have to worry about that when you schedule it out a month in advance because it's always going to work. And when my mom had her car accident and I went home for those three months, um, if I would have not had these systems in place and things already scheduled, I wouldn't have probably had an income. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I would have had an income, but not, it would have been a long process to try. It would have been very stressful trying to stay on social media and those kind of things. Yeah. But I was able to pop in and say, you know, um, some of the lives are not going to happen because this happened. I've got to be at home, but I'll still be around. I'll still be on here. And so, you know, it, my business didn't even skip a beat with my systems in place. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's when my um, business coach said, you know, back four months ago, 
don't burn it down. It's work. Look what happened. You had a tragedy after another tragedy. And you know, then my dad got sick within this whole span of 10 months. And then my three kids were in car wrecks and, you know, COVID and all that good stuff, you know, the, the, not for my systems. Um, and now you're making me love my systems all over. Yeah, I, know. I am. I'm so Don't burn it down. And I'm like, I'm so bored. <laughs> um, but, um, but then I don't also let my self care get lost. So for instance, I'm very regimented, you know, so I do jazzercise at home every morning because they close down the studio. Um, I um, still go to White Weight Watchers every Wednesday at noon. Do you really? Yeah, every Wednesday at noon. I'm still there. Um, and so lifetime um, member, right? Yeah, lifetime <laughs> member for 14 years. <laughs> I, I still get those. Why are you here? Um, and I'm like, I'm still struggling. But, you know, all of those same routines, mm -hmm. it's just in my routine. And I make time for myself. Like I take my walks daily. I go out and feed. Now, now it looks a little different because um, we moved to the property. But like I'll get up in the morning and go outside and say grateful things and walk around my pond and feed the fish that are in it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and try to really take care of my mental health. Uh, make sure um, that Eddie and I are done at a certain time of the day. I still cook supper every night. Um, so uh, some people call it dinner. We call it supper. Um, call it tea. Tea. <laughs> what do you call it? The British call it tea. Yeah. So um, and dinner is noon around here. We call din lunch dinner and then we have supper. But um, so we make sure that we have now that we work together, you know, you got to stop and have your downtime. It's like yeah. having kids, you know, you stop to have your kids, although my kids are grown and now the house like yours, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and we work at home. I could be working 24 seven. Yeah. But, it's really easy to do. And yeah. especially if you don't, I, I struggle with this with separation in the house because it's so easy to sit on the chair with the laptop but I do have an office and I am so much more productive when I come into my office but it's so easy to sit in that chair you know and then you know you're in that same room all day long and all night long and yeah. it you know if, if Carla's my husband is out you know then it's easy to keep working I forget what I used to do before I wrote to write the time you know right you know, and I will, um, my friends all know um, that I work. And so we might go meet for a lunch or go for a walk or something like that. But yeah, um, well, Atomic Habits. Have you read Atomic Habits yet? I like, have. No, I haven't. I haven't finished reading it. <laughs> so, you know, he talks about um, working from home, which yeah. after I read his book, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so right. Because I would go on the kitchen table. I would sit on the couch. Um, so a lot of times I write in my camper, my travel trailer, which is parked out here, which we do use or in my office, but I was starting to mix home yes. and work. Yes. And so that's not a very good habit to get into because then it's hard to, because then when I walk in my kitchen, I'm like, oh, I don't want to eat. I want to write mm -hmm. or I don't want to cook. I want to work. And so um, he talks about making sure you have that designated space from home. And so that is what I do. So I make sure I have designated space from home. I also take care of myself by continuing um, education classes. Um, most of them are on uh, mindset, um, things like that, business classes, really nothing with writing as much anymore. Um, but I do, I've always, the only thing I've not really found is a group of writers. 
um, to to be go on trips with and things like that. Girl, um, you just need to let um, me know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought I had a local group, and then I made the USA Today bestsellers list, and one of them got super super upset. And um, uh, she had written um, Paranormal and um, Cozies. And I had at the time was writing Paranormal Cozies. And she said, I'm afraid that you're going to steal my material. And we had the same editor. And she wrote me a Dear John letter. Oh and um, I was like, oh, my gosh. And so I immediately called her and I was like, please don't do this. I'll quit writing. I told this person, I'll quit writing. I just want your friendship. And she's like, I know you do this, but no, um, you know, I just can't handle the success. You know, I think that's a real thing. It's a the jealousy within the field for anybody that experiences that success is it's hard. It's hard for people. Yeah. I mean, so much so that there was an, another really good friend of mine, um, Duffy Brown. Mm -hmm. She does live here. She called and she said, what did you do to this author? And I'm like, what do you mean? And at the time they had a long, a big blog and it's not out anymore. And she's like, well, they're looking for new people. And I suggested you. And one said, oh no, she steals um, content from such and such author. So this author was bad mouthing me. Oh, wow. And I mean, I'm like, oh my gosh. And, um, you know, it was really difficult. So that's when I just kind of started cocooning, honing down and building um, up, you know, my own brand and working on these systems and trying to not be on Facebook because I didn't want to hear all that. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to see all the negativity. Um, so it just all kind of like going back to your initial question 20 minutes ago, <laughs> it all kind of goes down to some things that I've learned, some things that I've been through, some of my own things and things that have worked for others and things I haven't. So I have learned to look to the romance community for anything that's up and coming. Um, Cozy is so far behind the times when it comes to um, new ways of doing things that I literally look at romance writers and what they're doing and kind of just tweak it to, um, to Cozy Mystery. There's a romance writer that I love to watch by the name of Megan Quinn. And she writes steamy romance, but she does the best um, Instagram marketing stories. And so she does like the best little stories for releases. And I'm like, I could totally do that. Mm -hmm. And it's not like she probably got it from somewhere else. But mm -hmm. uh, so now I have um, the same kind of template for every book that comes out on Instagram that I can use. Mm -hmm. And so I, and it goes into that July folder for that book. So, you know, things can, you know, get repurposed. Um, so it's just kind of like that, but I, you know, so, um, for systems, as far as, um, other writers, you know, I don't do other writer, um, groups just because, um, you know, I don't want to, I'm, I'm still, still hurt after, I mean, it's been years since that happened. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm still hurt after all these years that it's really not been good for me to, um, so I'm kind of leery when I go into um, other, you know, groups and things like that, but I still have never found that good group of cozy writers. I just want to be able to go and hang out with and be like, Oh yeah, let's talk and let's write and you know, all that kind of fun stuff. 
Yeah. Um, so that system hasn't worked for me, but there are a lot of writers that have been able, like with you and Diane, y'all have been able to find your groove, which is so great. And I'm jealous of, I wish I had had that. It's easy I, because we live a mile and a half apart, you yeah. know, and, well, so did I with this other girl. Well, this well other and girl. we're at the same place in our careers. Neither one of us have, you know, had that sort of skyrocket success, yeah. you know, um, but we have a really solid friendship too. But yeah, I mean, I, I get it. I get how difficult it is to see somebody else succeed when you think I'm just as good, right? And I write just as great as that person. Why can't I do it? You know, I mean, I think that's human nature to feel that jealousy, but it's a shame that it impinges yeah. on the friendship. Oh, I mean, I was like, I said, I'll quit writing. Like I just wanted the friendship, right? Because that meant so much more to me than the writing. Mm -hmm. But I'm glad that she said, no, forget it. Because you know, I don't know, uh, you know, where I'd be at this time, but, um, and I have no idea what, what even this person's up to nowadays, but, um, anyway, so that is part of like that whole, you know, everything that I do for my business in the afternoon is, is, um, you know, for my reader, you know, what can I do to do something for my reader today? Or, um, but if there's nothing, but if, if you think about it, Interestingly, like if you really sat down to think about it um, and, and really what you, how I got to the CEO day was that my business partner or my business manager um, or whatever she want to call her, she's like, well, you need to write down what you do every day. And like, after you get done writing, so I'd find myself on social media, like, oh, I need to schedule something for this day. I need to schedule. So every day I was on social media scheduling something. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, why don't you just took one day and scheduled it all? And then what do you do the rest of the afternoons? You can go on your nature hikes, you know, mm -hmm. you could be traveling and you could write in the morning and then your social media is done. So you could be out you know, your husband and you can enjoy your camper and you could be traveling or you can go see one of your kids. You can go out to lunch um, or, you know, you can continue to write if you want to. So really, what else would we be doing mm -hmm. in the afternoon? That That's a great question. Um, yeah. It's a great way to look at it. So, yeah. So um, I'm like, yeah, you're right. I'm doing the thing that's going to feed the machine, you know, in the morning, the main thing. So, um, you know, that, so the arc, you know, my arcs, um, so another thing, another thing that I do is, um, if you have a book out, um, I did an online book signing, which was a lot of fun, you know, that, that goes through those. Yeah. yeah. So that kind of goes also into my marketing systems. So now every six months, cause I always plan my book releases in quarters, right? I always do the quarters. And so um, I know that, you know, people like to get books for Christmas presents and um, especially became super popular during the shutdown because people weren't going to, um, you know, uh, bookstores and stores and things like that. So I just so simply put it up online in an online form and put it on my newsletter and say, I'm going to have a book signing. It's online. And I always um, include the shipping, which is media mail. Um, but then, you know, it just, you know, if you offer like something else, like generally during the winter time, I offer like a, a little book bag. So it'll be a little bit more than media mail. Um, but um, anyway, so what happened is that I've scheduled those every six months. 
And I literally sit in my camper with their book and say, hey, Misa, yeah, this is our Melissa. What are we winning? What are we going by? <laughs> you know, this is for you. And I sign it and I show it to them. And then, but I've already made the envelope mm -hmm. um, with, so maybe that's something I do, you know, in the afternoon, but I always make the envelope. So as soon as I sign it, it goes right in that envelope. And the next day it's going to the post office. Um, and I have stamps.com at home. Um, which is a discount for us that's easy to do. Um, and so um, it's already stamped and ready to go. So, you know, I make it as much easiest as possible as it can be. Um, but and part of that, I think part of that success for you with those types of tasks is you're going back to your gift of the gab, right? You can sit there on live, FaceTime live or Zoom or whatever, and just chat with people in the chat, you know, and it's very easy for you. I, that is so hard for me to do. So you have to also find what works for you yeah. because I, I can't force that, right? It wouldn't be authentic. It would be like, it would just be challenging. So you have to find something that works for you. Right, right. And so that's why I think that a lot of times, um, so you know, sometimes like reading one chapter of your book, mm -hmm. um, like I always call it the chapter one. And so I read chapter one to myself on video and then I'm like, hey, welcome back to chapter one. This week we're going to read blah, 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 blah. And I just sit there and read chapter one and I'm done. And then I'm like, OK, that can go up on my blog. That can go in my newsletter. That can go on YouTube. That can go on um uh, Facebook. Um, at the time it was, um, Instagram TV, which I don't think they have that. No, anymore. they don't have it anymore. And so, um, so, you know, all those things are just extra content that you can do. And so now what I've done is I read chapter one before the book comes out. Mm. So, you know, they're hearing me do it They're da, 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 da. And so whenever I put that in my newsletter, I mean, when I 78% of my newsletter is not on social media. 78%. So a lot of my readers, so whenever I put chapter one on my newsletter, it shoots up. I mean, my, my, my sales, um, pre-orders, as a matter of fact, um, going back to my mom's accident, I had left the hospital to go get food. Um, and I'm like, I just needed to, to get out of the hospital. So I went to Panera Bread. And I'm standing there in line and this lady goes, oh my gosh, how is your mother? And I said, oh, thank you for asking. And I tell her all the stuff. And I'm like, you go to, because I'm thinking she goes to church with my mom, you know, because she looked like somebody would go to church with my mom for some reason. I go, oh, are you in my mom's Sunday school? And she's like, no, I'm, a re I'm on your newsletter. <laughs> and I went, oh my God. You know, I was like, oh my gosh. I said, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And she's like, no, no, no. And she's like, I need to introduce you to my husband. And so her husband is sitting there eating Panera and he's like, oh, she's, he had COVID and I'm in his room. They let me stay in there, this and the other. And he, I was reading um, your book and laughing and he's like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm laughing. And he's like, I thought you were reading a murder mystery. She's like, oh, it is, but it's hysterical. <laughs> so, you know, she goes, and I joined your newsletter and I know I'm on social media, but my most favorite thing that you do is read chapter one. Hmm. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. And um, she's like, I just don't do social media. And I'm like, oh, okay. So then like um, two days later, she paid for a full year of Patreon. So now she's a Patreon member. So she's in there. Um, and so, um, 
you know, I was like, oh my gosh, did it resonate? So that's why I really, I mean, that was just, you know, I've been doing chapter one for years, but never heard that it really, I never paid attention to if it moved the needle until she said that. Mm -hmm. And then I went back and looked at clicks and like, oh, okay. And looked at book sales that day for that particular book and was super interested in that. So mm -hmm. I knew that video was super, going to be super taken off. So if you're not comfortable live, you really need to try to do something with video that's not live. Yeah, I mean, that's what I do for Writer Spark. That's what this is all about is it's right. much easier. And I've learned how to edit and all of that stuff. I haven't really made that crossover to my writing career. But guess what I'm doing tomorrow? Reading chapter one. <laughs> oh, you should. I tell people all the time that you should do that. Um, so that is part of my um, book system. So for every book, I have a, a checklist. I do um, what's called a book Bible. And so um, as I'm writing the book, um, I keep a separate document. And in that document is all the graphics for that particular book that I made, the ones I was telling you about mm -hmm. at your Amazon wish list, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, um, you know, every link that's going to need for that book. Also, I will be like, oh, that's a really good sneak peek when I'm writing. And it's not been edited, but that's okay because I can edit it later. So, mm -hmm. but I'll forget it if I don't. So as I'm writing it, I think sneak peek. So I copy and highlight what I just wrote, go over to that document, type sneak peek, put in the sneak peek. And I have like two or three sneak peeks. Um, and then um, uh, I have uh, also a task like everything I need to do for the book release, which that includes the first chapter. Um, so all of those things get done, right? And it's still a template that I recreate for each book. Mm -hmm. So uh, as I'm writing the book. And so then I can, again, have that there. So when I go back to my systems, that on whatever day it is that I put in a, uh, like, so for instance, teaser or sneak peek happens on the 4th and the 11th of each month. So I don't have to go in and search for that, but I'm on, you know, I can go ahead and copy and paste it and schedule it. So it's part of that system that I did on my CEO day. So all of my systems kind of work together to create the system for all the social media. Mm -hmm. Um, and so also, um, I can, um, put, just a real little, um, so I don't know, do you know how to embed a link? Like if you were to go to Goodreads mm -hmm. and so to do your Goodreads update, you know, you don't have to like, you know, you want to update like 50% reading and then where you can comment, you can put a graphic there. Yes. You just have to take, so the image. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, I update that every week and it's like in the image, it'll say, you know, have the sneak peek words in there. So it's not taken up any of the characters that you can have on there. So um, it might be part of that sneak peek. So that's a graphic that's made, you know, for Goodreads. Um, and also we'll put it on my blog, which my blog is, you know, RSS into my Goodreads and to my Amazon page. So whenever you go to my Amazon page, you're going to see the latest, you know, blog post, which is, you know, like, you know, something um, and then on Goodreads, it also funnels back to my blog. 
So it all just kind of works together in repurpose content. That's my main thing is repurpose, repurpose, repurpose. Um, and then just to continue to do the same things each month for each launch. That's, you know, you don't have to create the thing. And I would love to say that Facebook parties and stuff work still, but I just don't feel like I see, I feel like I just talking to the same crowd on Facebook parties. So I really don't do those, mm -hmm. but um, this is what we're getting to with, with this is um, people love book clubs. You know, they love book clubs and they don't, some people, the cozy mystery, although I've seen a shift over the last few years, um, in my, um, demographic, mm -hmm. uh, my demographic has gotten thirties, um, okay. because again, going back to the pandemic, people were moving home, young girls are moving home or moving in with their parents again, or just having that little tiny group of interaction with their family that I saw my demographic change from the 45 and up to thirties to up because I was getting messages. Oh my God, my mom let, we've been swapping books and your series is like Shit's Creek set the campground. <laughs> my mom loves Shit's Creek because mom, you know, most people over the age of 45 weren't watching Shit's Creek. It was younger. So now a lot of my reviews from these younger people are like, oh my God, Shit's Creek in a campground. You won't believe it. Hilarious. Blah, 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 blah. There's a mystery. Um, and so I'm like, oh, my God, you're right. It is kind of like that. Um, and so, you know, I started seeing my demographic go, you know, so it started going skew. So they were like, oh, they started following me everywhere and were like, um, oh, you have a book club. And I'm like, yeah. And so every month. Um, we always have a book club for the previous book that I had released. Mm -hmm. And so um, what happens is that now I have somebody that runs those, but I'm in there. So they come up with those questions. So now I've gotten, you know, this, I mean, just, we'll just use that camper series, 26 book club questions. So now all the books are getting reformatted with book cup cup questions at the end of each book. Mm -hmm. So cool. it's just getting repurposed and repurposed. <laughs> so, okay. So adding book clubs, that's a whole nother thing that you that's do. A whole nother system. Yeah. So okay. under the umbrella of Tanya Kappas books. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, it's no wonder you need three assistants and Eddie <laughs> in, the, in the payroll. <laughs> yeah. And um, so, but even my newsletters all have a system, right? Um, so another thing is um, I release at the end of each month. I mean, I release a book on a Thursday. It, it can be every other month, every six months or whatever, mm -hmm. but I specifically release on a Thursday before the end of the month. And that's because I'm in KU and um so I have all my pre-orders that bam, that month's income. And then all the page reads come the next month. So I never have a down month. Mm -hmm. All my months are pretty boop, 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 or whatever it is, right? Um, and then that book just automatically, as soon as that book's put out, I'm not even thinking about promoting it. It goes to my backlist. Mm -hmm. So I'm just looking at the next book and promoting yeah. it. Yeah. Um, 
And so I did notice that every Friday my income would drop a little, but each, but the other six days, it was pretty steady. I'm like, why is that dropping? Right. And so I'm like, what can I do to make my income stay steady, you know, Mm -hmm. um, throughout the week when there's not a book release. And so I'm like, Oh, newsletter. Every time I put out a newsletter, I get an increase, but what can I do with my newsletter that there? Cause I put out a newsletter weekly mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know, and there's not a whole call to action to every week. You know, my cat has a um, very popular article in there that everybody's like, <laughs> they always comment back to her or their animal will write her back, mm-hmm. um, which is fun. Um, but um, I'm like, Oh, my book sale. And, you know, I'm in KU and you can put a book on sale and through their, you know, their KU countdown or unlimited, whatever it is. Um, and you still make the same amount of money as if it wasn't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'm like today only today only. And so every Friday, guess what? They're going to get a today only book sale. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my income boom, went right back to where it was. Well, it helps too that you have how many books, 80 something books now? What are you at? So I think it's like 78 today. Yeah. So that's a whole lot of backlist. Yes. You know, so. but, um, yeah. And so that is, you know, um, you know, a way for me to reach them again. Yeah. So, but I would not have ever been able to get to this backlist if I wasn't running it like a business and a job and writing every day. Yeah. And, um, you know, you know, doing it every day. And, and again, I don't believe, I mean, we could go into craft and things like that because I don't believe in writer's block. Um, but we won't, but for the sake of that, um, another, that's another day. That's a whole other people. I was like, Oh, well, how can you write that? I couldn't write that. I can't my figure out my story. Well, and you know, to me, I'm not saying I don't get stuck when I'm writing, but I'm like, Oh, something's not happening. Right. So I might get up, go walk around, you know, which I do get up every 25 minutes at least to walk around, but I might go back through what I just read and I'm like, Oh, well that's not, you know, and then something just isn't right with your writing. Right. When I get stuck. I think that's yeah, generally the case. Yeah. Um, so, um, I'm not saying things don't happen every day, but everything is put in place to when something does happen, you know, I can pivot Mm -hmm. and everything else can run smoother, smoothly. Um, but, um, but yeah, it's all the systems that I have in place, you know, that I do. So for instance, um, I even have a planner, you know, my planners are so important. Mm-hmm. So every Sunday I'll sit down at the beginning of the week. Now I used to do stickers and all that kind of stuff, but I don't do any of that now. But, um, now I just sat down at Sunday. I do, I don't work on Sundays, um, except for looking at the planner. Um, and then I'll look at my planner and I'm like, okay, I've got, this coming up, this coming up, this coming up. And um, like, I want to make sure that I've got everything, you know, in place. So I know that at such and such time, I'm going to be talking to Misa, right? Mm-hmm. So at this time that day, I'm not going to be writing to the Patreon. I'm not going to be doing whatever it is, task I might need to do. Blocked out, yeah. They're totally blocked out. And so just like, um, you know, your chapter once, I mean, you know, it might take me 20 minutes to read a chapter one, but I'm going to take that hour and I'm going to read a chapter one of another book too. 
So in a few weeks, that chapter one could come out. So time blocking mm-hmm. um, in my planner um, is big. So just like the time blocking for my CEO day is big. And, and then it's the commitment to that. Yeah. Like but the the regiment that you have of getting up and doing exercise and committing to the right. writing and then CEO day. But you have to really be committed to, okay, this is in my planner. This is what I'm doing. Right. It is hard for some people too. It is hard for people, but also know that if I don't do it, then who's going to put food on the table? Right. You know, not that I'm, I mean, not that that is, you know, but even before, like Eddie just started working for me just a few weeks ago. So even before that, I'm still thinking who's going to put food on the table, even though he's had his job for 35 years, you know, like I knew there was going to be food on the table, but I'm just saying that, um, you know, I take my job serious and, um, you know, it's a job. And so sometimes um, if people have the freedom not to have to do this as a job, then why are you doing it? (laughs) I'm teasing. teasing. No, but I love it. I mean, I couldn't imagine not writing. Like I'm passionate about when I talk to readers about my books, I'm passionate about it. And I love the job part of it, the entrepreneurial part. Well, and, and you've come to a point in your career where, I mean, it's taken time to develop all of this. Cause I remember back in the day where you would be at Jack's whatever basketball practice or something and sitting at a tree writing you're like oh yeah I wrote for an hour and a half or in the car while he was at practice you know so you have to evolve as you know your life changes and the kids grow up and you know you have more books now and and you develop those processes or whatever with one book you know and um even if the one book you know you can take snippets you can still read the chapter one you can do all the things on social media, whatever social media you like. And people say, oh, I hate social media. I hate to tell you, you have to be somewhere on social media nowadays. Oh, yeah. I mean, you just have to be there. There's you just got to make peace with that. But making peace with it is maybe scheduling it, you know, and um, so you don't have to be on there all the time. Um, and I'm not on there all the time, you mm-hmm. know, um, but to make peace with that you have to be, but you can schedule, you know, really fun posts. For instance, it doesn't even have to be about your book, but what's the theme of your book? If you're a knitter, put up some knitting, funny, something or other. Um, or, you know, um, like for me, I have funny, you know, camping things, or I put camping hacks and recipes in my books. Um, I might send them to a site that might have, you know, a camping hack because a lot of people are following me that love camping, you know? Right. Um, so then I have the killer coffee series, you know, it's not all about camping. I'm just talking about that just because that happens to be what I'm writing in right now. I'm thinking about it, but like, you know, the killer coffee series, you know, people love to, you know, coffee mostly or tea or whatever. So I might put up like, you know, something, Oh, benefits of coffee, you know, besides my coffee post every day, you know, so it's something different. Um, so now also with something I've incorporated that, have just kind of taken off is every morning I take a pic, a video, a 30 second video of my coffee. And I'm like, good morning. And then I pan around this seat of you that I'm paying back mm-hmm. to my coffee and say, have a good day. And that goes up and people mm-hmm. are like crazy. And if I don't do it a day, they're like, where's the coffee video? <laughs> yeah. And um, maybe that's not selling books, but it's enough to get people's attention to be like, oh, who is this person or yeah. what are they doing? And, you know, well, I- but it is because it's growing your community. That's why you have 17,000 people, you know, on your Facebook page and who knows how many thousands in your newsletter list, because that's what you're doing is it's building community. community. 
And people say, oh my gosh, I like you as a person. I'm going to try right. your book. Right. You know? exactly. and, and I'm honest with them. I'm like, you know, my books have mistakes probably. I do have a professional editing service you know, that edited three times as well as a couple hundred arc readers. But, you know, I'm not going to be that book that you pick. I'm like, oh, that changed my life. You know, I'm going to help you escape. I'm going to let you laugh, even though it's a murder. I always say it's a smidgen of homicide with, uh, I'll say I'm Southern Hospitality with a smidgen of homicide, smidgen, maybe one or two bodies, anything like anything other than that, I consider a thriller and I do not write thrillers. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, you're just going to get, you know, that kind of thing. It's not going to be perfect. I'm not perfect. My books aren't perfect. So, you know, don't email me and tell me that they're a mistake because I'm not going to read the email. Yeah. Uh, I love you. But, um, you know, so, um, you know, I don't um, take myself too serious. Mm -hmm. So when, like I said, when something, when I know when I can sit down and put these systems into place that, oh my God, I know something's going to happen. You know, mm -hmm. I know that at two o'clock in the afternoon, I'm going to drink a cup of coffee. I'm going to sit down and watch days of our lives. You know, I know that that's going to happen. You know, I'm not perfect. And, and although I'm like, oh, I'm going to write, you know, during days of our lives and I'll watch it tonight. Eh, I like to watch it live. So I'm just saying that, you know, I know that life happens and, um, you know, I have built the systems to where when life happens, I'm like, okay, life happens. I'm not going to get upset about it. Um, you know, the whole, the, yeah, the whole thing doesn't fall apart it because it's all to the ground. Right. Yeah. And so that's mainly what I felt like, you know, writers need to have systems in place. So, um, you know, to have the freedom of not having to be on social media. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you've got a monthly, um, file that you can pull from every year, no matter what social media comes, the content's there, you might just have to tweak it a little bit to, be on that content, you right, know, be right. on that platform. Um, and, um, you know, I think that that's made it so much easier for me and relieves me and not gives me anxiety to be on, be on the social media. Yeah. I feel I'm, like you're always a step behind, always playing catch up. Always. Yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. I was getting the phone call and I clicked it. Um, I don't know if it interrupted that, but anyways. And so, um, you know, it's just, um, it, you have to be flexible, but you have to be committed mm -hmm. you know, when you work from home because, yeah. um, you know, it is, it is a job. Yeah. Just like day. if you were reporting to a boss, you know, it's, a, yeah. you're, you're the boss though. You're the CEO. Right. You've got to report right. to or be accountable to. Right. And I make it with my assistants that it's so easy to get the information that, you know, I do touch base with them once a week because I feel like that's important, mm -hmm. you know, um, but I trust them so much that if I didn't talk to them every week, I'm like, eh, they've got this, you know, they've got it, um, that in, they've got everything at their fingertips. Mm -hmm. So they're not missing something. Um, to where if I was to be like, I can't be on social media, then they can be in the, I mean, they're not admin on my author page because I do all of that. And mm -hmm. um, because I think it's important. I don't think that my assistant Karen could go on there and be like, Hey y'all, she's Canadian. You know, I don't think she could write a post as me. Right. right. Yeah. Um, so well, and, your, and your readers want to know that they are engaging with you too. Right. Right. So, um, yeah, so, um, 
you know, and then people are like, okay, well, when do you get on social media to, you know, comment back or whatever? I do get on um, at night. Eddie likes to watch MASH. So when he's watching MASH, <laughs> I'll get on and I only go to my stuff and comment for, you know, the half hour or whatever it is. And then I'm off. I don't get lost in other people's things and other people's stuff. And as a matter of fact, I didn't even have a personal page that where people could be friends with me, mm-hmm. um, except for my family for years. Um, and my mom, my Facebook page, my Facebook author page, because the author page is separate from the other Facebook. It's a right. separate thing. Um, my Instagram, everything I have on social media is my mom's password because my mom gets on my social media because she won't have her own. I'm like, mom, let's get your own. So when she was in the hospital for those, those many, many weeks, um, I, I wasn't on that page and I didn't have any friends on that page. So I would see her just sitting there in the hospital with her iPad, just kind of home humming, you know, just kind of picking. And, um, I said, Oh my God, I need to get back on the, the, <laughs> personal page with all my relatives. So she has something to do. So just in the past, you know, few months, I've in, invited my cousins and everything back on the personal page. But I'm like, do not get on, you know, that other side of the page. So I really just stay on the the author yeah. page. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, um, and that's where, you know, unfortunately, I have to be because that's where my readers are are on social media are at. Even though I've seen that swing. What I've noticed is that the swing that I've seen are from the younger girls that are book bloggers, podcasters, those kind of rabid Mm -hmm. readers. So it's interesting. So much great information. Thank you so much. This has been fun. I mean, I know I have other strategic systems, but I felt like maybe social media is where people feel like they have to be all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you can just knock one of the strategies out, you know, yeah. just one a day is enough. Um, but yeah, um, I think it, it, it is. It's, it's figuring out what works for you and then starting taking baby steps, you know, and then building, building, building as you feel like you're able to, and you're able to commit to those steps. Right. So you definitely have me thinking. So I hope so. Oh my gosh. Yes, Tanya. The amount of information you imparted during this whole podcast is really incredible. And how you've taken your career from being a writer, and I can say I knew you back when you didn't have any books published, to what you have now. And the business you've created is really incredible. So thank you for being here with me. It was so good to talk to you. And uh, we'll have you back for a different topic at some later date. Thanks for listening, everyone. I really appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Come back for more tips and tricks about fiction writing and learn more about our online courses at www.writersparkacademy.com. I'm Melissa Bourbon. Thank you for listening. And until next time, happy writing.